I got to slide out to the top. Happy to have you here, buddy. Take your time. Take your time. Oh. You're a hard man to catch up with, man. Oh, uh, yeah, man. I'll be, I'll be moving. I'll be moving. And like you said, I got six kids, you know, distractions <laughs> and stuff. Hey, I'm I'm glad we're gonna talk about this because I want to make. Oh yeah, bro. oh yeah, you know, you know I gotta get on your ass first before we before anything. Yes. Like, now, now I see. Now this is crazy. Now I'm gonna tell you why this is crazy. Because I um I was just like chilling the other night, and I um and I seen like the video. You had a nice like little thumbnail for it. So you know I checked out the video, uh the break the the, the uh the breakdown for the Johnny Walker fight. Yes, sir. And I heard you mention a reference. You like you swore I was talking. I hadn't seen any of the videos at this point, so I heard you talking about the other one. So I had to go back and watch that one. Oh, bro, we got you got some explaining to do. I do, I do. And you like, like, and like, no. Here's the thing, though. But like, here's the thing, though, because like, when I seen that, you know what I'm saying? Like, everybody entitled to their own opinion. You know what I mean? And things like that. But. For you to say the first thing was like I don't know Jamal, and then paint a picture, and then paint the picture that you did—that was fucked up. You know what I mean? Like man to man, man to man. You know what I'm saying? Like especially me being out here trying to do what I'm trying to do, trying to feed my family through image and things like that. You know what I'm saying? That was a fuck. Like you know what I mean? Because you obviously, you obviously, you know what I mean? You a brother, you a man of color as well. You know what I'm saying? So man to man, you know what I'm saying? You in the world we live in and shit. You know you can't be doing shit like that, bro. You know what I mean? You're right. And I'm glad you brought it up right away because I owe you an apology from man to man. That's first off, right off the bat. And number two, I made the mistake of judging a book by its cover, right? Mm -hmm. And we do that sometimes, right? You walk up to somebody, you look them up and down. You think you know them. And I didn't know you. And I judged you. And I passed judgment on you. And for that, I was dead wrong. And you're proving me wrong every day by being the man you are, by being a quality person. You're a role model. That's the bottom line. Now, I grew up without a father myself. You know, he kind of skipped town. So maybe some of that jaded me too. You know, just thinking about my own life. Now, don't get me wrong though. Me projecting my lifestyle or what happened to me onto you, me assuming you were a statistic, right? Just another Mm -hmm. black man not being a good father, right? That right. was just, I was off base. But you come in on this show, a small little podcast, like 700 followers over here, and come in here to me face to face, letting me apologize to you on the air. That's, that, that's the quality of who you are. See, that's a representative of who you are. You yeah, it is. You know, I, want, like, like, I don't care how big the podcast is, you know what I mean? If you reach out to me, you want to talk, you want to sit down and have a conversation. We can have a conversation. You know what I'm saying? And I'm, I'm cool with that. You know what I mean? I have no problem coming on here talking to you. I have no problem coming on any any podcast or anything talking to anybody. You know, as long as I see it. You know what I'm saying? Because, like, I do get a lot of wash of messages and things like that. So, it's usually I try to make a point, you know what I mean, whenever I got time and whenever I'm caught at the right moment, I try to hop on with, with anybody. You know what I mean? Just because I know you got, you got dreams. You got aspirations and things like that. And by you reaching out to me, that's you trying to reach out for those. You know what I mean? And I have no problem helping with that. And all I got to do is talk to you. And you know what? I can't say enough again about you, Jamal Hill. Your story is a story that I want to be about. 
I coached junior college football for a long time, been around a, a lot of young youth, didn't have good backgrounds. My heart bleeds for these type of young people because the world's a better place with people like you, Jamal Hill, people who overcome, you know, people who come from an environment where they're going to judge you. Police will judge you. Teachers, teachers will judge you. People will look at you like, oh, this is another kid from Grand Rapids. Another, just another little ghetto, ghetto banger. I judged you. I made that mistake. And here I come from Bed-Stuy, Brooklyn. <laughs> you know, I'm from Bed-Stuy, like where the right. phrase was Bed-Stuy, do or die. And now how, how dare I pass judgment on you, right? I did that, but you were man enough to say, you know what, I'm going to give this man a chance. Come on the air. Let me apologize. Yeah, and I'm not going to come crazy like, oh, you got me fucked up. I'm going to educate you. You know what I'm saying? Because that's that to me, that's more effective and that's a better way. That's a better way of letting, of letting, of letting, of helping that situation not happen anymore. You know what I'm saying? Yes, Cause sir. Because then, then you really don't know me then. Now you know it's just the angry, the angry motherfucker that's just yelling at you. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And what is that? You know what I mean? Another stereotype and shit. We're, now, can I can, can I transition I to? Address, but, no, but if you want to, I will address some of the things, some of the things that you said, some yes. of the thoughts yes, and point of view, things like that. You know what I mean? Like as far as the college thing, because that was the first thing that kind of took me back. You know what I mean? Like now, 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 the whole college thing. Like I was an honor roll student, bro. I graduated wow. with, a, with a, I graduated with a three point eight. Now, my thing was, I was indecisive. I didn't know what I wanted to do. I don't okay. know what I wanted to study. Now, people all out here, people all around telling me they went to college and they not in none of the jobs that they went to, went to school for and they still owe money for it. Facts, I'm facts. Like, time to do that. So I'm like, all right, I'm going to take a year off and see, see, see what I want to do. Find out what I want to do. And that's when I found MMA. I didn't quit college for MMA. You know what I'm saying? It was to find out what I wanted to do, and that was a, that was just one of the one of the lanes that I found. And you um, know, again, that's where I may be jaded from my experience, because you can probably sympathize with me. How many people around the way who was talking mm -hmm. right a big game didn't handle their grades right? I could have gone. I could have gone to Florida State. I had a D1 scholarship, and bottom line, yeah. was bullshit. Right? It was bullshit. They bullshit. Yeah. And I assume that was you. And you're right. Yeah, nah. But I, I was way off base. Dudes that, that say that and that shit really happened or some sure some situations really happened to them. You know what I mean? Or they got caught up in some, you know what I mean? And some unfortunate shit and things like that. You know, like, like me, I never, like, I never stump on, jump off and just judge nobody. Real talk. I try to look at the whole picture. I, I, I'm, I'm too interested in people. I'm too interested in, in knowing the truth. You know what I'm saying? To where before anything, before I say anything about you, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a holla at you first, you know what I'm saying? I see that, you got the real wine. I was about to cheers to you, man. I'm a cheers to you because you're a real one. Now I know you're a real one, not because you're just nasty in the cage, but you're a real one for coming to this podcast with me. I can't say enough. Most people would not come up in here on a little show like this, address the fact that I was, I was out of line. Man. I was in the wrong lane. But let me transition to this thing you had with with Mr. Walker, Johnny Walker, right? The way you came out and defended his his manhood, his people. It wasn't his manhood. That's who you are. Talk about that. Talk about that. Right. To me, it wasn't defending. It wasn't. It wasn't. It wasn't defending his manhood, bro. You know what I'm saying? That man is a man all on his own. You know what I'm saying? For me, it was just stepping up. It was just stepping up to the fact of 
of of the harassment, bro. Just speaking on the issue. For me, it was more so speaking on the issue. You know what I mean? Don't get me wrong. I make jokes. You know what I mean? Me and my people, we done laughed about the knockout and everything and all of that other shit. You know what I'm saying? But I'm not gonna go and hit this man up like, hey, yo, you a bitch, bro. Remember I knocked you the fuck out. Yeah. All that. I'm not gonna do that shit. And nobody else should be doing that. You know what I mean? That's that's why hitting his hitting his fiance up. Like, come on, man. Yeah. You trying to throw you trying to throw shade like like that's some hate. That's some. That's about as purely hating as it gets. It's, all, like, it, it's really, also pussy ass behavior because they couldn't they yeah. couldn't square up with him. Would never do it. They would never say it to his face. Yeah. Would never say it to his face. Yeah. Then you Twitter fingers I mean? be active, right? Then Twitter fingers be like going crazy. Meanwhile, on the face to face, they won't they won't want that smoke. Exactly. And not even just him. Regular people. Regular uh, people. I know. You know listen, I, I deal with on the line too sometimes, and I'm like, listen, if you want to just. Talk shit online too. You know what I'm saying? Like, like, you know what I mean? I do it sometimes too. Like, I get it. You know what I mean? But like at the same time, have a limit, bro. Have a limit and still have a certain level of respect for what you know what I mean for people in general and then what somebody else might be doing or going through or whatever. Now let me ask you this. And again, if I'm wrong on my assumption, correct me. But you come from humble beginnings, right? Yeah. You come from a mansion, you didn't grow up in in barely, you know, Beverly Hills. How have you got to this point? How did you differentiate yourself? How did you get to a point where you were going to school, getting those honor grades? How did you say to yourself, I'm going to be different? Not different my in mama. a bad way. My mama, oh. I, I, I had no choice. You, it was either that or you got fucked up. What you mean? My mom wasn't playing that shit at all. At all. You so your mom was the driving force, if huh? Sick, if you were sick, it didn't matter. You went to school. You know what I mean? Well, that's that's the driving force. That's the driving force. Now, let me ask you this: Do you remember the first time you had to throw the hands? Not not in May. I'm talking the first time. How old were the you? First time I knocked somebody out. I knocked my best friend out when I was like two or three years old. <laughs> he tried to pee on me. Like we fuck, I don't know why he like put his. He tried to pee on me and shit. I thought like my mom. My mom will tell you this story. It's funny as shit. <laughs> Yeah, you know I mean, yeah, I knocked my best friend out when I was like. And, and when was the first time for you that you realized? I mean, you you play ball, talented athlete, pretty tall young man. When was the first time you realized you got you got the power in the hands? Because you got that power, dude. You got that like power from Jesus in your hands. When did you realize? You know what? I'm special in this area. My just my whole life getting into fights and shit, bro. Like, like I, like I grew up fighting. Don't get me wrong. You know what I mean? I went to school. I still did my thing. My mom still was was a single mom with, with four boys, and she still had to, I mean, do her thing, you know, work and whatnot. You know what I mean? So, yeah. So I grew up fighting, bro. You know what I mean? And I and I, it wasn't long. Like as I grew up, I'm like, damn. When I touch people, they go to sleep. Yes. <laughs> like, yes. You know what I mean? so, so yeah, I, I I already knew that, but as as far as like the as far as the MMA fighting anything goes, you know, uh, my power really truly comes from my technique. I understand, I understand how to throw. I understand the physics behind the positioning, balance, and things like that, and velocity. So did you follow boxing at all as a way to sort of pick that up? Because you're you're boxing, you're just your stand up striking is unique. Oh wait, 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 wait! No, we ain't we gonna we not gonna jump past that. Remember what your ass said about my boxing in the same video? Okay, give it to me. Go ahead. I'm right here yeah, for you, Mister. Oh, he's not there. If you go take him and line him, show him up next to a boxer. He's not a he's not a good boxer. It's sloppy. It's sloppy. Where, where's the sloppy? Show me the sloppiness, sir. <laughs> 
<laughs> no, but but yeah. but you, I deserve I that. No, I get, I I do get it because sometimes, and a lot of the narrative was painted in the first fight because with DC and 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 Bisbing's commentary a little bit. But yeah, you know what I mean. I do, I I do get a look, but for the most part, you won't find nobody more technical, more tight, with sharper, with sharper, and crisper, and crisper technique. You know, the only thing is though, the only difference though, you well, here's what I would tell you though: if you do line my knee up next to a boxer, of course it's not gonna look the same because it's not the same fight. Boxers have a lot of cushion to block with with those gloves, which allows them to deflect a lot more danger. My margin of error is a lot smaller. You know, yes, so I have to be a little bit more calculated. Sometimes you got to get in, you got to take a little bit more of the forearm, a little bit more of the force, which will knock you off balance. But it's better than taking the shot. You know what I'm saying? It's all little, you know, it's all the little small things in between. And this is what, uh, and, and I can't blame like like you or other people for not knowing because even the dudes at the top level don't know it. That's why they're not fucking with you. <laughs> so, this ability to fight, right? What, what's the motivating factor for you? You know, obviously family. We don't have to talk about family because you know what? Now these fighters out there here talking craziness about people's family. So let's not talk about <laughs> details. But like what, what motivates you every day? What gets you up? What makes sure you pays the bills? You know, what's your motivate? You driving a good car, living a good life. What's the motivation factor for you, sir? Is that, uh, is that I want to build my, my whole goal, my whole thing. Everything, my whole focus in life is to build a foundation. I focus on building a foundation so that whenever I'm gone, my kids and my people are straight, my people are taken care of. You know what I mean? My people, and then not only that, my people know how to take care of themselves. You know, like you said, like I like I yeah, I grew up around the pirates. I grew up around the struggle, around the oh man, twenty dollars, I don't have twenty dollars, oh I don't have this. you know what I mean? Stay, I grew up around that. And it's ridiculous to me, you know what I'm saying? For the simple fact of money is not hard to get. If you apply yourself, you know what I mean? Nice. If you focus, you put your mind focused to it. Like, I always knew I was going to be in this position. You know what I mean? No matter, granted, granted, I, I was always, I, I was out and I did my thing out in the streets and shit like that. But I always did, I always had the mindset to know, like, you know what I mean? You still, you don't, you don't want to do this forever. This ain't where you trying to be at forever. You know what I'm saying? So do you find so, yourself now being that good voice, right? In the community, to, to your friend, to your cousin, your uncle, whoever, that voice of reason, be, like, we don't got to overreact. We don't got to, you know, step over the bounds, end up behind bars. Like, the things you want to influence people, how do you do that now? I mean, I try, you know what I mean? I try, to, I try to talk to them. I try to highlight them anytime, you know what I mean? I see some of my people, maybe they're in a bad mood. Maybe I'm like, hey, yo, man, let me buy you some food. Let me, I mean, a little this and that, look out for them or whatever, you know what I mean? Maybe even just, even if it's just giving them a little bit of smoke, you know what I mean? To smoke and chill. You know what I mean? Like, like whatever. So, you know what I mean? and, and that's, and that's one thing I judged you on. Right. And that was, that was, that was foul. On yeah, my part. Yeah, the, the weed foul. Thing, yeah. You know, and, and I mean, cause it's not, it's not, it's not normal. It's not normal. You know what I mean? We in a new age of athletes. Now, now, now yes, weed sir. is a little bit more acceptable and things like that. Like, yeah, I smoke. You know what I mean? Yeah, I smoke, I smoke heavy. You know what I mean? But I also work my <laughs> ass off though. You know I mean, I understand, I understand right. that with that smoking, there's a makeup that needs to be had. And, you know what I mean? You, you ain't see, I don't slow down now. I don't back down. You don't see me with I'm trying to reserve energy and none of that. I'm always I'm on the gas pedal. I'm I'm go all the time. I I have weaponized cardio. You know what I mean? But Listen, I'm smoking. The, the result doesn't lie. We watch you. You're special. And that brings me to another point here. So 
your gym, your foundation there. I've heard you talk about a little bit. Oh uh, yeah, I'm at the restaurant right now. That's what he said. My coach, my coach, my coach want to get on your ass too. Listen, <laughs> hey, he's welcome in here. Put him on camera. Right. I deserve this. I deserve all. Listen, all, uh, yeah. all, pile it on here. You know what? But what he I said, heard he said, he said, he said, I put my, he said, he said, he said, he told me to tell you. And he's like, he's like, you tell that guy, I put my foot so far up his ass, my knee flew to quench his thirst. <laughs> oh my God, I walked into it. Listen, you, you, you tell that, you tell that coach of yours because I've heard your interviews. He's one of those people that believed in you. Like, really, like, uh, like you wouldn't believe, bro. Like, and it's not even just, it's not even just believes in me, bro. He loves me, bro. You know what I'm saying? It, it, it's love, bro. You know what I'm saying? Because he don't give a fuck if I'm successful. You know what I mean? He just don't want he don't want to see me get hurt. That's the only thing about me being unsuccessful to him is the fact that I would get hurt. You know what I'm saying? You know what I mean? Because it's the fight business or whatever. But hey, hey. like he don't he don't care about none of that shit, bro. Like, you know what I mean? I had to force him into a contract for me to pay him type shit. <laughs> he ain't want no money from me, bro. You know what I'm saying? So that that comes out in your interviews. You you could feel that. Like what you just told me, I have never heard before, but you feel that in your interviews, you talk about that loyalty and how it, it's not just about coaching MMA, it's about coaching life, right? Yeah. How to, go ahead, I'm sorry. No, I'm saying, yeah, and I'm agreeing. I'm saying, yeah, I'm agreeing. Yeah, like, and that to me, like, you know, I was an athlete as a young kid, I went to college and got a full scholarship, the whole deal. And I still talked to my first coaches and, and to me, they were like father figures. You know, again, I didn't have my real dad in the picture. So they became... Not, they're not my dad. No one's going to replace the dad right. doing that. Right. But they became figures, mentors, guiders in my yeah. life. And when you talk about your, your gym and where you're from, that comes out. I want you to know that's he, sincere. He, you, like, I, my dad, don't know. My dad and my mom went together. So my dad was in and out. My dad, Papa was a rolling stone. But Pops was still there. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Pops was still there. He still made time. You know what I mean? He still had his time where he used to live by his. You know what I mean? And we used to go. We used to, we had our time. My dad taught me a lot. You know what I'm saying? So, so I did have a father, you know what I'm saying? Well, listen, I, that, that's important. That's important. You got to recognize it is. he brought you to this it world. Is. You know what I mean? It is. But I also had, I also had big brothers and also had mentors along the way. You know what I mean? Like it take, it take a village. It take a village to raise, you know what I mean? To raise it, to raise a child for real, for real. I truly believe that in the village is the world. You know what I mean? That's why when I'm out, whenever people be out here, you need to spread the right positivity, the right message into the world for the simple fact of the village raises all of these children and your child is part of that village. You know what I'm saying? And it's easy so, to be negative, right? It's easy to be negative. Yeah. It's easy to put yeah. people down. It's easy to be thinking about the glass half empty instead of half full. Uh -huh. You know, now your, your boy, Paul Craig, right? He just fought yeah. over there. And I know you guys are like, like, cool. Obviously, you know, had your fight, but yeah, now you've cool. been encouraging him. What do you make of that fight he just had, man? On, the, on his back, the entire first round, just waiting and plotting and waiting. Yeah, I mean, nervous, bro. I ain't gonna lie. Yeah, I mean, nervous for him. I ain't gonna <laughs> lie. His back was, looking, was looking ugly, you know? Uh, he he wasn't bringing his hand up to cover his face, you know. He was he was but he was reaching for he was reaching for for he was dedicated to reaching for that submission and trying to lock lock him in, which I get, you know, not not the type of danger I would probably put myself <laughs> in like that. But hey, you know what I mean? Hey, bear Jew is the bear Jew. He, he oh got man, I mean, the boy, I the boy is nasty. Like everybody talk about that's another thing. Like everybody talk about my ground game and shit. So I guess Nikita Krolov came got believe. I guess Ain't Goliath can't grab a leader, huh? <laughs> yeah, you know but you I mean? but you work at a gym where 
the one of the foundations just, there is grappling, right? That is the foundation of our. That was the main foundation from our gym. I've been yeah. grappling longer than I've been striking. Oh my gosh, are you serious right now? Yeah, bro, my gym Black Lion is. If you Google it, it's the Black Lion Jiu Jitsu Academy. That, so, and I looked up some information, and that that again is why I was like, wait a second, time out. The foundation there is grappling Jiu Jitsu, which we haven't seen from you yet, yet. Because yeah. right now you're one of those people where. We can't doubt you. And, I tried, and, that's the, and that's the part where I messed up at with Paul Craig at, is the fact that I didn't let it go to that on my terms. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, all right, we're going we're gonna to go do it. And if you look right before he right before he went for that, I'm a, I was smiling at him. I didn't feel like I was in any danger for real. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm, I mean, I'm like, all right, I got control. Yeah, he's, he's strong. He's got a couple things. He's going for a couple things. But, you know what I mean, it wasn't nothing like, you know what I mean? You were bro, used to it. Bro. You were comfortable. Exactly. But whenever he is, whenever well, the thing about Paul Craig is, whenever he goes for his submissions, his snatch game in those submissions, if he gets it in you a little bit, his ability to finish and sense it up is is, is nasty, bro. And so, one thing I noticed in that fight, the fight, you know, sort of ends. Well, it ends with your arm being injured. You're still fighting because you're about that life, and you're like, I could go. No, you was right on that part. You was right on that take. <laughs> I didn't feel it. I didn't feel it. So. Now, I had a dislocation of my elbow one time in, in right. a sport, and at first I didn't feel it. Now it did start setting in, like minutes later. I felt the pressure of it. I like, yeah, you feel it like when it moves a certain way and shit. Like, like then I was feeling it, but like whenever I was standing there, you see, I was holding as long as I was holding it like that, it was all right. Whenever yeah, I, I mean, it appeared to, back, to me I like I got to that back. <laughs> So, so, okay, so you know what I'm talking about. Like, at yeah, first when it happened... That was excruciating, bro. Yeah, so at first it's more of a shocking feeling, right? You just, This shock of, like, you know... I didn't feel it at all, bro. I thought I was, like, whenever I was going to reach it, I was reaching for my arm. I thought my arm was there. I was going to stack him up. I was going through my escape. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But he still had my arm. I was like, oh, shit, that's not good. I was like, bro, I was like, I was like, this stuff, did he break my arm? I was like, okay. I, was like oh, I gotta knock this little fuck out. So you were fighting. That's the thing about you. You were actually fighting. Other people would just go full panic. And you're actually trying to still fight this dude. I was trying to line. I was trying to square him up, but I couldn't post. But that's the thing. When I went to go like post and try to like, I didn't have it on my arm. So I tried to widen my base out. And then he fucking started pulling me down. And then he grabbed the one good arm that I had. (laughs) So I'm like, fuck you. Do you think you guys will ever fight again? Yeah, Mr. Craig. I mean, I, I know, I know. He's in his interviews. I know he don't want to fight. He don't. He don't want to fight again. He wants to look forward and move ahead and everything like that. But there's no, there's as long as he keeps winning, and there's no way around it. You know, what I mean, especially you know, what I mean, we both if we're both in the top five, you know, what I mean, that's a money fight. Yes, it's a money fight. Yes, who's not gonna pay to watch that fight again? I mean, everyone would because. The dramatic finish, right? And and yeah. you doing so well. You you I mean, how how long were you off before your next fight? Was it like a few months? I was uh like out of the gym or like no, I mean next fight after Paul Craig. How long were you yeah, out? Like how long was I like out of the gym or like how long was that between the fights? In between the fights. Just under six months. That's what I'm saying. Like uh, even that, you know, you you got back to work right away. Like you were back yeah, to work. I was determined to. I was determined to. You know what I'm saying? I, I wanted to wash that taste out of my mouth. You know, and don't get me wrong, my arm wasn't, it wasn't all pieces. You know, I had to switch physical therapists like five weeks before the fight. Wow. You know what I'm saying? 
like, and you know, just call an audible. And then I, I, in my mind, regardless, I was going in that bitch with one arm, regardless. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Regardless of how it felt. You know what I mean, it had its days. Some days it'd feel good. It it it, it, it feel good. Some days it was, it was bad. You know what I mean? I'm like, fuck, we gonna catch. We gonna see what day we catch it on. <laughs> you know, we caught it on. A, we caught it on. A, we caught it on a great day. Now, what's next for you? Do you have an idea of your next opponent? Next time you're gonna be fighting? I mean, a lot of people want to see you fight again. You're excited. You got that those yeah. power fists. We want to see what's up next. Any idea? Not yet. Like you know what I mean? Like, okay. uh, like. The one I want, I want the Vulcan fight just because he opened his mouth, you know, uh, like I said. And it's not no, it's not no, like a lot. I heard some people say, like, oh, that's like an emotional. It's not an emotional and it's not a pride thing. It's like what I said, like what I said in the in the in the pregame fight, in the pre-fight video before. I want people to be afraid to be in there. Now, Dominic, that man spoke my name. I want people to be afraid to even speak my name. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? You got me scared, dude. I don't talk to your name. Like, I got a little careless. You got me scared, so I ain't gonna lie. To you. <laughs> yeah, bro. I won't. I won't scared to even speak my name. So that's the one I want. But he got issues to where I guess my man he can't even get in the U.S. Yeah, you know. So a, a uh, bit of a bit whatever, of a problem. Whatever, whatever that happened with that, uh, which I'm willing to do that. I'll be willing to go overseas, but it need to be. It need to be especially like London. Like, you know what I mean? Like, that shit that they just had over there, that shit was wild. I'd I love to be a part of something like yeah, that. Yeah, that was but crazy. I, I wanted... Yeah, that shit was crazy. Speaking of craziness, and I will edit this out of the interview if you want to talk about it, but but what's your take on the Mosfidal? Any, oh, you ain't got to edit nothing out, bro. If I, bro, if no, I you don't listen, say I, it, I'm just want to I want to make sure I'm clear on you. I respect you, and I want to make yeah, sure we put out here. If I ain't want to say it, if I ain't want to say it, I want to say it. You know what I'm saying? Like that whole situation, I get it, bro. You know what I'm saying? But Kobe was well within his right to press charges, all this and that. But to me, that takes for me that takes a shot at at the type of persona and shit that he tried to portray. Because like you, you press charges, like you, you, you called the police. Like yeah. here you are on come oh such and such is a bitch who this and that he don't take care of his family like you you this big bad motherfucker you call everybody the fuck out you know what I'm saying but part of that gotta come with the gotta come with the what's, what what come with that you gotta be able to handle what come with that you know what I'm saying if you are gonna play that type of persona and you gonna talk like that you gotta be able to handle what come with that so there's a limit right there's, there's gotta be some kind of a line I, I drew the comparison to when Khabib lost his mind after beating, you know, uh, Connor. Yeah. Like he, this man, he went, he blacked out. <laughs> Jumped out the yeah. octagon, trying to attack everybody. He's tired of this shit, bro. You know what I mean, he just beat the man's, and now my man's, now you know, you got little weird-ass Dylan Dennis ass in the fucking <laughs> talking shit, saying whatever the fuck he was saying to him. <laughs> you know what I mean? I get it. He was in that mode right after, right after the fight. You know what I mean? You see, after I knocked out Johnny Walker, you watch me walking around, bro. I was like, bro. I was in that mode. You see people trying to talk to me, all that. Jason Herzog tried to grab me. I got to, you know, I got to make sure I apologize to Jason Herzog and everything. You know what I mean? Like, like bro, I was just, I was just in that mode, bro. And that's the thing. I try to, I try to understand that just from my my former athletic days, that when you're in that mode, it it's like a, it's like a trained animal, right? There's limitations. Like, don't expect yeah, animals to be decent in that mode. It's a cage fight. We're not trying to be nice. It's, it's either him or me, right? I try to explain that to people. Like, in that mode, there's no niceness. It's just either him or me, you know? Like, I'm, you're going to see the worst of me because I'm out here trying to battle, right? 
Yeah, for me, I'm I'm just locked in, bro. And I know I know my mission is just to put you to, to put you down. You know what I mean? And that's what I'm that's what I'm fo- that's what I'm focused on. I want to give you a ch- Go ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Obviously, like I don't, I don't, I, 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 I if I can help do that without seriously injuring somebody, I, I want to do that. You know what I'm saying? But at the same time, that's not my concern. So it, it seems like talking to you right now, I get the vibe that pre-fight, in-fight, it's me or you, right? One, one guy got to walk out a loser. One guy got to walk out a winner. But post-fight, you're about respecting the fighter. You're the kind of guy where, you know, I respect you. We could walk away from this. We could be homies. I can respect you. Kind of like Curtis Blades last weekend when he beat uh, Dalkus. Talking post-fight, just so much, so much class. I get that from you, too. Like, a lot of class. Yeah, you know, where, where does that come from? Is that your parents? Where does that come from? Because you're a warrior in the That's just respect. That's just respect from bros. Like, most of the people, most of the, a lot of the people that's closer to me that I grew up with, we fought. See, a lot of niggas I'm cool with. We met. When we met, nigga, we was beef. Was beef. We boxed. You know what I mean? Yes, sir. And, and that's and then after that it's just like you know it was what it was bro like you know what i mean after that after that after we fight it's all we can keep going at it but what's after that oh what if somebody gotta die now like i come from where that shit real re- that's real reality type shit you know what i'm saying like if i beat yeah. your ass you're not trying to let that shit slide you're trying to take it beyond that beyond that is that you know what i mean it's up there you know what i mean so yeah. so so that's all this can be after that for me. This is business. We just made money together, bro. Yeah. You know what I mean? I appreciate I, I, you bringing the show you brought. I like seeing you and uh, Craig. You know, after the fight, you guys were together. After the fight, you had your cast on. You was already on the recovery mode. It just says a lot about you. And I'm not trying to sound corny here, but Jamal Hill, you have a unique quality about yourself. You're not just a cage fighter. You're actually a representative of what's the good part of middle, middle class community. You know, people, how can we work our way up the ladder but still be classy? You know what I mean? I'm not a, I'm not a crab in a barrel, bro. I want, I'm not a crab in a barrel. I want, I'm, I'm trying to push. I'm trying to push, y'all. I'm trying to push everybody up. I want to come up, too. But I, I mean, I, I want everybody to come up as well. You know what I'm saying? I sense that about no- you. Like, do you ever struggle with the dynamic of how do you pull people up without having them pull you down? You know what I mean? Like, because, and I'm just going to, I'm talking off the cuff here, but yeah, coming from my family, you know, you got people sometimes. Oh, go ahead. Take your time. Take your time. Yeah, I'm back with you. What's up? No, I was just saying, like, you ever find yourself struggling where you're trying to pull people up and they're trying to pull you down and you're trying to pull yourself both ways? Because, again, you're, you're, you're a young man. I don't, no, I, don't, I don't struggle with that, bro, because I understand, I understand those type of people. You know what I'm saying? I understand. I understand when, like, when I know I didn't try to help you and I'm trying to do what I can, I understand. I, you can't help nobody help that don't want to help themselves. So I let that. I let, I, I let that. I have no problem letting that case go. You know what I'm saying? I got you for a long time here, so I'm going to wrap it up. But I want to give you an opportunity here to shout out any sponsors you got or anyone you want to thank family, friends, whoever it might be, you know, take this moment here to talk off the cuff or maybe something just about you that we don't know that you want people to know about. Uh, man, I think we had a good, I think we had a good talk here. So, I, you know what I mean? I feel like, I feel like, you know what I mean? People probably kind of got the picture. I feel like now you, you'll be one of those people that are, that are, that are kind of echo, echo what it, what it really is now that you done got to, you know what I mean? Got to talk to me a little bit. So yeah, none of that, you know, I don't need to do that. Um, y'all know I'm black lying. I'm black lying all day, every day, you know, um, that's where I, that's where I was bred at. That's where I came from. I made it to number 10 in the world at my gym. So Anybody can say or feel whatever they feel about my gym or my coaches. 
they my coaches have only lost one fight in 12 years so you know what I mean? Well, again, that represents you. Like, you're a real one. You could move Man. to the gym. I'm sure people ask you to come yeah. over to Fufu Gym here and Fufu mm-hmm. Gym there because you're so talented. But you stay with your home base because you're loyal. You're loyal to Grand Rapids. You're loyal to Michigan. And I'm still learning. It's not just that. Like, I'm still learning. I still evolve here. People don't even know my training partners here. Like, you're right. Don't nobody know my training. So y'all don't know what I'm working Keep it that way. Keep it that way. Keep it a secret. Keep it a you secret. Don't let saying? nobody know what's up. You know what I'm saying? And bless believe, whenever my young dogs start coming, whenever the black line, whenever you hear a black line, the next time, and the next time, y'all gonna pay attention. Well, you know, your coaches did a great job with you. Again, the mentorship, the being there, like you said, they love you. It's not just, you're not just a, a product on the wall. You're someone they love right. and you care about. And you're blazing that path as you get old in the industry and as you keep moving forward and, and winning titles and all that stuff, which we all expect you to do. Because you got, you got the talent, dude. But on top of that, you're blazing the path. And that's got to be more special than just being a fighter at, I'm not going to say that, uh, yeah. but like, you know what American I mean? American top team started somewhere, AKA started somewhere. You didn't even know what city kickboxing was five years ago. There you go. You see what I'm saying? Yes. Yes. yes, yes. Yeah, but I appreciate you talking. I got to get back in here with my guy. Listen, tell your coach, I got I got apologies on deck for him. And I would love to talk to him too. If he wants to ever get on this podcast, I would love his feedback just in general about the whole, industry. you know what I'm saying? So just, you know, let him know what's up, but I appreciate you, Jamal Hill. You, you, I've, been tra- I've been trying to track you down for a minute, but you kept responding. I appreciate you. Got mad love for you. Again, I apologize. I took a wrong take on you. I hit you sideways, but you were a man enough to come up in here. Let me apologize to you again. And uh, mad love to you, man. Let's, let's stay in touch. Okay, Jamal. For sure, bro. I appreciate you, bro. Just get with me, bro. All right. I like your I, I like your show, bro. I like your t- you doing your thing. You speak well. You know what I mean? I tell you you have an interest in in, in this and everything like that. Kinda 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 chill on the people that you don't know about and things like that. <laughs> but but you know what I'm saying? But 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 yeah, bro, keep doing your thing, bro. I appreciate you. I'm gonna hit you up again. I appreciate you coming on the show, man. You're the first MMA fighter we ever had in the show. And you happen to be a UFC fighter and you're talented. I owe you more than just this show. So I'm gonna be in touch with you. Because I'm not only going to push you and, and parade you, but I want people to know you're a real one. You're a good person, man. You're a good person in the community. You're, you're blazing the path. So thank you again, Jamal. Thank you, bro. I appreciate you, bro. You have a good day. All right, buddy. Peace. All right, bye.